It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, DC? Welcome back to another edition of Locked on Wizards. I'm Ben Mahich. I cover the team for SB Nation's Bullets Forever. Go subscribe to the Locked on Wizards podcast on the Locked on Podcast Network. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music. Go throw us a follow on Twitter at Locked on Wizards. Make sure you don't lose an episode. So let's get right into it. The Wizards had an up and down weekend, beating the Minnesota Timberwolves in convincing fashion. Then they dropped a nail biter to the Celtics on Sunday. But first, I want to let you guys know that this episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the tastiest protein bar on the market. So on Saturday, the Wizards beat the Timberwolves 128-112. Bradley Beal did what he always does, took care of business with 34 points. Russell Westbrook had one of those good Russ games. Good triple-doubles, meaningful ones, made a difference. 19 points, 12 assists, 14 rebounds. Look, I, I know the Wizards have, you know, had an up-and-down sort of season, especially at the beginning of the year. They were 6-17 and 17 at one point. It's very easy to write this team off. I'd be lying if I if I said I didn't write them off. You know, at that point, when you dig yourself that big of a hole, it's hard to climb out of. But, man, the Minnesota Timberwolves, they make you appreciate the Wizards' struggles in a way that I'm not sure – and the other team can. I mean, the coaching thing aside, they, they fired Ryan Saunders, hired Chris Finch in this weird sort of, um, you know, backdoor sort of deal, whatever you want to call it. It was sketchy, uh, to put it bluntly. Um, they've been struggling. Carl Anthony Towns is kind of a, a lone lone ranger there. I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up leaving at some point. But, look, the Wizards took care of business. They beat a bad team. I, I think to become a good team, to become a competitive team, you have to beat worse teams. It's sort of an easy thing, a, 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 um, a seemingly easy thing, I should say, or or a commonsensical sort of thing that you should expect from good teams. But it's a hard thing to do. Beating teams that you're supposed to beat can be a lot harder uh, than it seems, especially in the NBA, where really, even though these bad teams like the Minnesota Timberwolves, they have stars like Carl Anthony Towns, but they did a really good job containing them. Seven, seven for 19 shooting. I thought Mo Wagner... Uh, made made his job a little bit difficult. Got a really key charge for Carl Towns. Got him a bit frustrated there. Um, Alex Len, easily the most athletic center on this roster, also made it a hard um, made it hard for Carl Towns to get easy looks. And and the Wizards really did a good job defending. All of a sudden, this Wizards team, we talk about them as if we often talk about them as if they've during this resurgence have been just an offensive sort of powerhouse with Bradley Beal leading the way obviously capable of scoring 40 points on any given night that MVP type player that Bradley Beal has become but lately this team has become legitimate defensively and Howell Neto has led the pack um, off the bench Robin Lopez Alex Len they've done a good job containing really really good centers I mean we saw them hold Nikola Jokic to a pretty pretty good game and the same thing with Carl Towns really contained them because you know without this defensive effort the offense with the Wizards will come because you have Bradley Beal, but you're not winning six of your last seven at that point against the Timberwolves if you're not getting deep defensive stops, especially key ones. And the Wizards are doing that now. They're flying all over the court. We saw Troy Brown get some minutes against the Timberwolves. We saw Isak Bonga get some minutes 
against the Boston Celtics. I think that's given them some length to work with. But all in all, everybody on the roster, like even Davis Bertans has done a pretty good job defensively. But really not much more to say here about the Timberwolves. The, the Wizards did what they needed to do. They took care of business. But um, above all, kind of looking at it at a nebulous sort of standpoint, Wizards fans, just got to be happy you're not the Timberwolves, right? I mean, that team is bad and there's really nowhere to go but up. And you got Anthony Edwards. Maybe something will come up there. Maybe Carl Towns will stay committed. Maybe maybe their new coach, Coach Finch, uh, can put together some sort of semblance of consistency or stability because that organization desperately needs it. But that's not the Wizards' problem. They did what they needed to do. They took care of business. But I want to let you guys know about Headspace. You know, meditation has been blowing up lately. Um, look, life has not been easy over the last year. It hasn't been easy for me. I'm, I'm certain it hasn't been easy for you. really hasn't been easy for everyone. Um, it's easy though, to feel overwhelmed. That's been a sort of consistent theme in life, especially, you know, if you're a Wizards fan, this start of the season has not been ideal. But, you know, serious on a serious note, if you need to feel happier, if you need to kind of just introduce some calmness to your life, check out Headspace. Meditation it can be difficult, but this doesn't require a crazy commitment, right? Uh, it can be life-changing, though, with mindful meditation, uh, on your schedule, anytime, anywhere, you deserve happiness. And Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash NBA. That's headspace.com slash NBA for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace full library of meditation for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash NBA today. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. We're covering everything you need to know about the Wizards, but what about the rest of sports? Now the Lockdown Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Lockdown Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Lockdown Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. So after Saturday's win against the Timberwolves, like I said, the Wizards did what they needed to do. They took care of business, beat a bad team. They had a chance to get another win against Boston, the team that they beat um, earlier this season. The Wizards really came out flat offensively. They didn't score a field goal in the first five minutes, but they set a record for the most free throws attempted a quarter this season. So they were attacking the basket, led by Bradley Beal as always. Their offense wasn't flowing much. They weren't scoring. But defensively, again, they got after it. But then, once they put Bertans in the game, it started to change. I mean, Bertans, when his shot is falling, I understand Bradley Beal's impact on this team offensively. There's no question that he's the best shooting guard in the NBA. There's no question that he's the best offensive player in basketball. And I, I'm, that's not even a slight exaggeration. Some of you might be listening to this and say, Bradley Beal, the best offensive player in basketball, better than Kevin Durant, better than Kyrie Irving. Maybe not if you were going to extrapolate throughout their entirety of their careers, obviously. But Bradley Beal today, but on this Monday that you're listening to this podcast on, Bradley Beal is the best scorer in basketball. 46 points, 7 rebounds. I mean, there's not a spot on the floor that he can't score from. And if he's struggling from the field, he gets to the free throw line. That's an added dimension to his game. 
Sadly, the Wizards had like a five-point lead with a minute left. They squandered it. Jason Tatum, though, you can't take that away from him. Another St. Louis professional score, 31 points. But he got it done when the, when the Celtics needed it most. He scored this ridiculous layup. And look, the Wizards have had some key bounces go their way, even some luck. I mean, think to the both of those Nets wins when Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant missed point-blank shots from the painted area the next game the most one of the craziest regular season games i remember uh, with bradley beal hitting that ridiculous pull-up three from 40 feet garrison matthews getting the steal russell westbrook hitting the three game set match wizards that obviously it took a great amount of talent skill all of that determination whatever whatever word you want to use but there was some luck there as well right the, for, to get those bounces their way so the wizards the universe kind of evened itself out here. Bradley Beal gets trapped off an inbound, stumbles out of bounds. Boston gets the ball back. Jason Tatum, ridiculous contested layup, makes it. Wizards get the ball back. Brad, I don't know if this was the designed out-of-bounds play. I imagine it wasn't because you'd have to think they were going to double Bradley Beal. That was going to happen. That was a given. The Wizards had a tough time getting the ball inbounds. Got it to Brad. He couldn't get himself open. He was triple teamed. Missed, honestly, pretty close look there. It looked like he was going to make it for a second, but missed it. So they lose at 111-110. But look, it's there's no such thing as a moral victory at this point in the season. In the Eastern Conference, the way it is, um, a game can separate the fourth seed and the tenth seed on any given night. That's just how close this bad conference is. Uh, so I'm not going to give the Wizards credit for competing, but you you do have to, I guess, observe the fact that they're playing some really, really solid defense. There were some slip-ups there on the Daniel Theis coverages. I think I think they allowed some open shots there, but if you, if you have to choose between doubling Jason Tatum, trapping Kemba Walker, and giving Daniel Theis some open shots, you probably choose the latter, but he made them. He went 8-for-11. Uh, knocked on some really key mid-range jump shots there. Without him, the Celtics don't win the game. And here, Mo Wagner had a, had a tough game. Zero points uh, in 13 minutes. Uh, Garrison Matthews, another player who's given the Wizards a ton of energy, especially during their recent resurgence. Zero points, 0 for 3 shooting. So Wagner and Garrison Matthews combined for 0 for 5 shooting here. Like the Wizards are kind of going to go as their role players go. Bradley Beal is obviously a huge part of their team, their franchise player the engine of their team but we've seen that the Wizards sort of heart their character the team that they want to be is formed by their role players so Mo Wagner has a bad game Garrison Matthews they're two new starters during the resurgence tough to win Rui Hachimura another tough game two points one for five shooting Denny Avdia 0 for 1 seven minutes the lowest of this year so there's some sketchy things going on here some some sort of questionable things going on here Howell Neto, 27 minutes, 4 points. So you look at the box score, just that alone. And obviously, if you watched the game, didn't really translate to, to a beautiful sort of game. If it was your first time watching basketball, I'm sorry. This isn't what the sport should look like. But a rough game. Both teams really struggled. The Celtics got it done, though, late. The Wizards couldn't. Uh, kudos to Jason Tatum. This is sort of game where you kind of just have to tip your hat, right? You played that defensive possession the best you could. You had bodies on him. He had to double clutch that layup. He that's just the sort of talent he is. There's there's no sort of um comparison between Jason Tatum and Bradley Beal at this point in their career, I think. Bradley Beal is a better player. But the similarities in their games, given that Jason Tatum is as young as he is, 
it's pretty astounding. I mean, they, they're both professional scorers. They can they can they can score at any position on the court, uh, and there's really no way of stopping them. And the Wizards saw that down the stretch with Jason Tatum. So again, you just gotta tip your hat to Tatum here. But a close loss for the Wizards, one that might end up haunting them because if they really want to make this push for the playoffs, these are the losses that make all the difference, especially in an Eastern Conference that's been as tight as it's been. Before we get into the other games coming up, I want to let you guys know more about Built Bar. I care about what I put in my body. You should too. I'm health conscious. But even if you're not that health conscious, Built Bar is super healthy. I mean, it's full of protein. It's full of high fiber. It's low sugar though, so you're not going to get that crash after. But it is healthy. If you're on keto, it's the perfect sort of bar for you. You want to be able to indulge yourself, especially during these sort of quarantine times, the pandemic times. You don't want to stress yourself out with food. You can indulge with Built Bar. There's delicious flavors, but it's also incredibly healthy. Like I said, the most delicious protein bar on the market. And they reset the promo code. So if you go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKON, you get 20% off at BuiltBar.com. That's locked on for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Jalen Suggs. How much do you really know about these potential NBA stars of tomorrow? If you want to know more, you need to subscribe to Lockdown NBA Draft Podcasts. Prospect scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today and follow Lockdown NBA Draft. So the Wizards are kind of in this weird spot where they've played incredible basketball. They rattled off, you know, Five straight wins before their loss to the Clippers and two straight against Denver and Minnesota. This close loss to Boston. So they've showed they're a playoff team, but the record has to be of playoff caliber. And the Wizards are in this position where they're playing against some really, really, really tough opponents coming up. You got Memphis on March 2nd. That's the next game coming up. The Clippers again. Memphis. Philly, the best team in the East. And then back-to-back games against the Milwaukee Bucks. Dare I say... That these next five games or so, these next six games, are going to make or break the Wizards record. In the sense that there aren't very many games left, right? We're halfway through the season. Um, All-Star break is right around the corner on March 7th. The Wizards are playing more and more back-to-backs, as as we talked about in the previous podcast. Russell Westbrook is, is playing a heavier load than he did earlier this year. But these are the, this is a point in the season where even though the Wizards are playing competitive ball, they have to beat really good teams as they've, showed, as they've shown that they can do. But they, they're coming up on a stretch where it's almost such a difficult ask, right? You have Memphis, who are really competitive. The Clippers, one of the best teams in the league. Memphis again. And then Philly, back-to-back games in Milwaukee. These are pivotal games for Washington. This is when they have to show the league what they're made of, so to speak. Because if they lose, let's say, you know, if they go one uh, they win one out of their next five, but they're ultra competitive in those games. But the record is what it is, and they're one in five or one in four, rather. 
they're going to find themselves again in the depths of the Eastern Conference where even though we talk about how bad teams can quickly uh, you know, kind of bounce back in Eastern Conference. If you win three, four games in a row, you're right back in the playoff hunt. The Wizards are still 13 and 19, right? They're six games below 500. They're still not in that play-in position yet, but they can be. And this is a pivotal point in the season because if they lose four or five in a row, you find yourself at the bottom of the standings again, having to climb out of the hole, which you're currently trying to climb out of. So do no fault of their own, right? The COVID situation, the injuries with Thomas Bryant. But these next few games are really difficult. And it'll be interesting to see how Scott Brooks handles the lineups. He he played Isak Bunga on, on, on Sunday against the Celtics. I like the fact that he played him because they needed length against Jason Tatum, but... Look, as much as I admire Isak Bungs' efforts on on defense and and the fact that um, you know he's gotten a ton of love from prominent NBA reporters such as David Aldridge for his defense, he went 0 for five on wide open threes. I mean, nobody nobody was even within honestly like five, six, seven feet of him on these threes, and he didn't even come close to making any of them. Any of them, he went he went 0 for five from three in 16 minutes. So. Scott Brooks is going to have to figure out a way, I think, to maximize this roster in these next five games in the sense that although I like the fact that he started Garrison Matthews and Mo Wagner, and I think he'll continue to do that, when these players aren't hitting their shots, I think Scott Brooks has to show a little bit more trust in them because then you have a, a situation where Isak Bunga is thrown into the into the game and he's asked to almost prove himself, hit these open shots, and he's, and he's obviously didn't do that on Sunday. But Garrison Matthews, look, you have to wonder if he was the one who was hit, got those open looks, would the Wizards have one Sunday, right? Why did why did Scott Brooks kind of pull Garrison Matthews and Mo Wagner out that quickly just because they were struggling? Because the players he did play didn't show much either. And, and Denny Abdi, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention him. Seven minutes, I mean, that's, that's atrocious. I'll call it what it is. Denny Abdi is one of the most talented players on this roster. Just turned 20 years old. Seven minutes? That's that's a questionable call by Scott Brooks at best. And and I, and I have to wonder, and we talk about this a lot on this podcast because I think it is a developing story with this team, how they're using Denny Avdia in the sense that he's 20 years old, just moved to the States, very young man, brand new to the NBA basketball. His confidence has to be brought up because he there's been games where look he took one shot in seven minutes there was another game where he took one shot in 20 minutes the wizards have to do a better job of integrating him because a player his age with his skill set they have to own that right i mean he can be a cornerstone piece for this team but he's getting the troy brown treatment right? troy brown played recently and he got he was a dnp on sunday but with these tough games coming up with some versatile rosters against Memphis, against the Clippers. These are the games that are huge for developing young players. And Denny Avdia, Troy Brown, Isak Bunga, whoever Scott Brooks rolls with, he's got to roll with them hard enough where they're allowed to learn from their mistakes and allowed to make mistakes. Because Denny Avdia isn't even allowed to make mistakes at this point. He's not playing enough. He's not getting enough shots. He looks frustrated. He he draws quick fouls. He gets frustrated. And the team seems to have been given up on him in, in the sense that when he's picking up quick fouls, they toss him, and that's that for him. I think they have to do a better job of, of getting him within the flow of the offense, making sure he's getting open looks, and keeping his confidence high. Obviously, I'm not in the locker room 
I don't know what that locker room is like, what Scott Brooks, Russell Westbrook, and Cole are doing to make sure these players aren't losing their confidence. But you have to wonder and you have to question. Denny Avdi at 20 years old, he's not getting much playing time lately. The playing time has been declining. He went from starting to really playing you know, sparse minutes off the bench. Just wondering, um, how are the Wizards handling Denny Avdi? Are they mishandling him? These next few games, I think, are key. Denny Avdi can grow a lot if he played against Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and was given a chance to learn because ultimately whatever happens this season, whether they make or miss the playoffs, the most important thing is developing players like Rui Hachimura and Denny Avdia because they're going to be members of the team hopefully well beyond the season. So, Lockdown Wizards fans, I appreciate you for listening. We'll be back at it again tomorrow. Anthony will hopefully be back with me as well. Thank you for listening as always. We appreciate the love. It's growing. All your fans from Israel, we appreciate you for listening. We always love giving Denny some attention as well. But Bradley Beal, MVP candidate, we have more for you tomorrow. And hopefully the Wizards will get back on that winning track. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.